Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. And welcome to the big show. Big things happening. Big things happening. Are you coming to the thing tomorrow night? My mother's uh, gala event for the Carol M. Baldwin Breast Cancer Research Fund of Central New York. I will be there. And did you scrounge up a date? I, I rustled up a date. You rustled up a of date? Off backpage.com. No, <laughs> was, was it the stripper that was here this morning? No. Wow. No, I... Uh, Look at the insults flying early from Forrest. I got a friend to come who's... Uh, a stripper? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's, who's probably about five inches taller than me. Wow. And she can wear the stiletto? She comes no, in? Uh, no. Is it who I think it no, is? No, it's not. I would Big not country? bring her to... Big country? <laughs> I would not bring her to an event like this. Why? Why not? You got somebody in the background that you're a little ashamed of. Everybody's got a little something in the background <laughs> that they're ashamed of. Man, should I like? I, I want to go with my sister. I'm going with my It'll sister. It'll be just like the prom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like old times, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm going with my sister Beth. That's it. I got. I, I treated her to a, a room at uh, Del Lago. And so everyone else is staying, uh, you know, like scattered out to hotels at, right right by the venue. We're about 10 minutes away in suites at the fabulous Del Lago Casino Resort. Maybe we'll go to Del Lago after and uh, oh, play for a little sure. poker or oh, something. For, ooh, you and me at the same table, staring yeah. each other down? Yeah. I like it. I, I, I don't play for a lot of money, though. Neither do I. I'll give the date five Keep her busy for two hours. Go have a little fun. Uh, at the penny slots. <laughs> Go have a fun little fun, young lady. <laughs> here's five foot. Here's five bucks, Bigfoot. Have some fun. <laughs> Don't spend it all at one table. <laughs> Seriously. Slow down there, kid. You've ripped through 250 of it in three hours. Forrest, what's your fascination with strippers this morning? Oh, we, had, we had a stripper in here this morning. Yeah, uh, on the morning show, on the yeah. big show, yeah. the parrot show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why? It was it was part of a uh, birthday it was celebration. Birthday. But I got a problem with this now. See what happens when I'm not on the show anymore? To, she didn't take her clothes off. You have no cameras she in there. She took enough off. No, 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 no. She look, look, hang on a minute. I'm a baseball player, so I play baseball. I'm a football player, so I play football. I'm a stripper. I take my clothes off. She took uh, she took as much off as I guess she was uh, allowed to. As Lisa Pater, you got you got Was she in a bikini or something? No, Joe hated the though. When she left, he's like, "I need to burn this chair." I had to Clorox my chair down because uh, there was discharge. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. Her butt was hanging out. Uh-huh. What happened what was in she that room? That, that you guys are yeah the, the, like, the dominatrix outfit, like a oh. leather thing oh. and like buttless chaps. Like buttless where her butt, chaps. her butt was hanging out. All chaps. Chaps by definition are, are, are quite buttless. Actually, <laughs> the most she They're did. Pants if they she fed yeah. butt. <laughs> she was wearing pants. <laughs> she was wearing buttless pants. They represented chaps. <laughs> I thought that's what they were called. <laughs> no. 
But no, uh, the, the most she did was feed Gomez a cupcake and give him birthday spankings. That was, oh, that was the, the most she did. Well, I can't stand it. I, I'm going to download. I'm going to upload and then download. Do we have a, an update on the uh, Giants? Yes. Yeah, we, gotta, we, we, have a, we, we kept Joe Salzone in here, our resident death specialist. Yeah, I really want to know the update on this uh, murder investigation that we tried I, to solve the other I day. I got a tip. It cracked it wide open. Cracked the case wide open. Nice, Forrest. What happened? It was his brother, Denoris' brother. Tell us who his died. His name tell is us who died. Reset the what? topic. Now let's review the subject, Forrest. It was Ryan In the case Crap, of the body that? being found in Janoris Jenkins' basement while he was in Florida, new evidence has been uncovered by investigative reporter Forrest. I'm not thinking this morning. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Forrest, the update is? It was... The man found was 25-year-old man Roosevelt Wren, who was reportedly a family friend of the Jenkins. <laughs> With and, friends like the Jenkins, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, I put them right back on my Christmas card list. Janoris's brother was arrested recently, William Jenkins, and he is currently in Ontario County Jail. He's in New York, and apparently the police say that he seemed <laughs> indifference to human life when they arrested him, that he basically just didn't care. There was apparently a confrontation between the two, and th- things just took took a wrong turn. I let's didn't just think say. anyone could make a murder sound boring. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. You know, but, but I, I'm, so so... He's over there. Part, I mean, you know, and, and again, none of this is fact. But he's over there partying. They're, they've been having a rough time, and something happens. Let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Something goes down that escalates, and he kills him. Then you leave the body in your brother's basement. There's the part that I love. Well, this guy, he killed a friend and then left the body in his brother's house. Yeah, he's he, a really a class act. Yeah, he's allegedly. A, allegedly, yeah. They, they call yeah, him yeah. at a gas station. He was trying to go back to Florida. I think. Like he was trying to go go back down there. What are you well, basing that on? <laughs> well, 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 an so, article. So, it's what the article says. So in 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 in, in today's <laughs> in today's investigative world, uh, I, know, I love his sources. His sources. <laughs> and, and, and I read so, it in a subway toilet. Just uh, <laughs> I know it's true. Just they <clears throat> they found him at a gas station has zero to do right. with anything that anybody cares about. But but so you got so you got to figure that Janoris is eventually going to come home to this house. Uh, the way they'll catch this guy when when you'll see or if they haven't already done it is they trace his telephone calls and his text messages. Hey man, I got a big problem. All right, get down here. You know whatever. Yeah. We'll square it up later. Um, the 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 thing that I'm trying to figure out. Uh, and I don't know, Forrest, in, in your uh, in your vast studies of this case, <laughs> and your endless sources, right, uh, and, your, and your endless in-depth sources of information. He was um, wearing has anyone, sneakers. <laughs> has any, <laughs> why, why does anybody care about that? I read it somewhere. Because he was sneaky. <laughs> um, uh, I, I want to know, um, the, the most important thing for me is... How did someone stumble upon the body? Like, I mean, I'm imagining the brother has access to the house. He locks it up and splits. How does someone, is Roosevelt go missing? And they say the last place he was in the, I mean, does, is any of that information out? Nothing's been come on on how the body was found. It's just that it's only it was. the most important part of the story. Right. Well, you know, the, the, it does it does make you believe 
that you're Janoris and you're down in Florida and your brother texts you or calls you and says, man, some really crazy stuff happened, blah. Ruzi's dead in the basement. Right. And he goes, okay, man, come on down. Click, click, click. And he hangs up the phone and calls and goes, there's a body in my basement. Do or we somebody. know what he was doing at the gas station? Does your article Try, say that? Trying he to get some trying gas. To get, trying to get gas, yes. He was trying to get some gas. To drive and, to Florida. And he usually only gets $5 there, worth there, at a time. It's an assumption that he was trying to go back to Florida where the rest of the family was. Yeah, the, the gas station was six blocks south of Janoris' home. So <laughs> <laughs> it's only a 25-hour drive. Right, right. And his car was pointed in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> he was on pump nine. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say who found the body. Yeah, that's he, what I want to know. That's, see, that's maybe a, key a to maid it. or something? That could be a, he's ma- he's making enough money. Well, again, 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 so so either we're dealing with, and this could v- very well be, not the brightest of all criminals, but <laughs> I'm guessing that you call your brother and you lie or whatever he does and says, this guy's dead. Do we know how he died? Did he shoot him? Or, or is it like a, a you know, a, a, because it could have been a fight. He hits his head and then it's a different story. But if he choked him to death or he stabbed him or shot Forrest, him. Forrest, I need you to get a hold of the autopsy report. They said... There was a brawl, and that he died after the brawl. So I'm going off an assumption that he strangled him. If they're saying it was a brawl, how do you jump to strangulation from a brawl? We know how brawls are. They usually end with somebody getting choked out. It, it's not yet known. I'm going with a blow to the head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he smashed so him over the head with something and left him there. And he died. Trauma. Yeah, something. Blood. I'm now caught up on brawl. Yeah, yeah. So that means there's a, 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 a fight. But, yeah. that, but 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 that makes sense. That he's not there what, alone what with is this so guy. Funny? What makes sense is that there's a few. <laughs> let's let's write the whole story now. There's a few guys there. They're the fighting. O- they're fighting over some stripper who had chaps on, <laughs> and 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 he smashed them over the head with a big thick Heisman Trophy runner-up trophy or something. Smashed I, them in the head. My guess is they were probably drinking, playing PlayStation, and something went wrong. Well, I'm they, thinking there's more than two guys in the room. That's how it got out. Here's more information. He has a history of being arrested on drug charges, so maybe there was possibly something that involved drugs yeah, and baby. something went wrong. Yeah, baby. Now the plot thickens, doesn't it? I'm going to bet you whatever you want, there's more than two people in this room. Possible <laughs> strangulation suffocation is the... Uh... Wow, so Forrest jumping in there. But you know what? I don't believe Forrest didn't read that somewhere else. I think Forrest well, is hiding. I think he's hiding his sources. I, he's, <laughs> Forrest has got a deep throat. I, <laughs> so I've heard. Oh, <laughs> how terrifying. The Watergate reference, Forrest. We'll ter- explain it to you when you're older. Yeah, Forrest. Do we know yeah. what kind of gas he was getting? What? what? Wouldn't that also tell you where he was possibly going? <laughs> obviously the kind you put in a car. Very good. Very helpful. Yes. Very thorough investigator we've got here. Why don't we take a break, come you back, know what I think, and Forrest? do uh, what? So what, what? You think? I tell you what I think. What? We don't know that he was putting gas in the car. We know he's buying gas. He oh. could have been putting it in a small container to, to burn, burn the body. Burn the house down. Wow. Yeah, burning down the house. Because if you strangled him and then burnt the entire house down, you collect the insurance and no one's going to know he died of asphyxiation. Well, except for the fact that there won't be smoke in his lungs, like tar in his lungs from inhaling the smoke. So yeah, You're going to have to was... blow some of that down there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've thought this through too much. <laughs> yeah. what, what if? We'll take, we'll take right, a what's quick your break. For, no, what's your forces last I, I want. I want to say, what if, like you said, he was in contact with his brother and his brother's like, screw the house, blow that thing up? What if he said that? Yeah, what to, if you said that to for To pile us? onto your gas theory. Then that would answer Joe's because you probably would have gone with a higher octane gas. <laughs> <laughs> Increasing the explosion and the intensity of the fire.
<laughs> you see where I'm going with that, Forrest? Lost yep. control. You like that? <laughs> Let's go to break. We'll be right back. Mets baseball is driven by Amtrak and CNS companies. Jay Bruce hits it out, and the Mets are right back in it. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Mets head to Miami for a weekend series with the Marlins starting tonight. Jacob DeGrom on the mound for the Mets. Coverage starts with first pitch at 7 o'clock on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. I'm so excited. It's time for... Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, we're back. Forrest in charge of the So What segment today. Yes. Give it to me. Oregon State defeated Arkansas's 5-0 last night to win the College World Series thanks to freshman pitcher Kevin Abel, who pitched the entire game through 129 pitches, 10 strikeouts, and retired 20 consecutive batters. Man, Arkansas had that locked up. Let me tell you something. I can tell you the six matches that I lost in high school in wrestling. I can name the guys. I can go through the match. You remember the losses, unless it was a huge phenomenal win that you did something spectacular, way more than you remember the wins. And when this happened yesterday, I said, they will, for sure, Oregon State's a lock to win now. For sure, they're a lock. And, (coughs) pardon me, secondly, they will, those three fielders, the right fielder, (laughs) the second baseman who overran, the, the story was in the, Second game of the series, uh, Arkansas was already up one game to nothing in a best of three. Yeah, they're forty-eight and zero when leading in the eighth inning going into that game. Right, and then they end up losing. And there's a a, a pop, a, a relatively routine pop fly that, that it is in shallow right field in foul territory, and the second baseman overruns the ball. The first baseman, which you you probably don't want fielding that ball. But the right fielder has the right away because he's running towards the ball as it's coming from the bat. And and he should call off the other two fielders. Well, they did the, I think you have it, I think you have it, I think you have it. And they let the ball fall to the ground, which led to Oregon State rallying and winning game two, tying the series up 1-1 and pushing it to the ultimate, the last game of the series, which Oregon State won. But, I mean, as a college player to think, if I catch one fly ball, we win the College World Series. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, but that will forever be something that they will just never forget. Oh, yeah. The epitome of college baseball. So, no, I don't think that's a so what. Not a so what. And I agree with Daniel Baldwin. I agree as well. And Joe Salzone? Don't care. <laughs> he was a freshman. Good for him. I, I love his consistency. Once upon a time, a, I was a freshman. A, a big deal. Yeah. 50 years ago? Oh, wow. Burn. Forrest. That was that's a good. savage burn. That was good. savage. Pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh,. <laughs> Thank you. I'll continue to burn you later. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston is suspended for the first three games of the 2018 NFL season for inappropriately touching a female Uber driver in March of 2016. Do we have more details in that forest? Do we? Do, can we? Can we see yes. what is it? What does that mean? Did he tap? Did he touch uh, he, her shoulder? He, did he uh, grab her breast? Her crotch. The, he yeah. grabbed her crotch? The yeah. woman is claiming well, they he were was by himself and that he grabbed her genital area. But he's claiming he was with a group of friends and that it wasn't him that did it. So it's basically he said, she said, but it doesn't <sighs> matter because he's suspended. And he only got three games. 
He should have gotten more. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, I, I would think that more than the league, he would be facing legal ramifications for doing that. That, that That's an assault, of sexual assault. You yeah. can't grab someone's <laughs> genitals and go, hi, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, it's funny because uh, I was just talking to Joe about, um, and, and, and this is where in this time, uh, I'll explain. I was just okay. talking to Joe about uh, an intervention that I probably have to do today. And so uh, a person, a, a mom reached out to me um, uh, via Facebook and said that uh, uh, her daughter was struggling and so on and so forth. And so she said, well, you know, is there a possibility that my husband and I can meet with you? And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, I live really close by you. And I said, great. So she goes, should we, and I gave her my schedule for the day where, you know, I'm here, then I'm home, then I'm back to Shaughnessy's. Um, does any of that work for you? She said, yeah, we, I'll come by your house. And the minute someone writes that to me, my wife's not home. I'm in my, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't know this person. Yes. So I immediately write, okay, what's your husband's name? And is he coming with you? Because otherwise, I'll meet you at the restaurant across the street. I'm yeah. not, I, 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 I know who this person kind of is, yeah. but, yeah. you know, I'm not having a, I would not want my wife to have some guy that's yeah. Facebook. Exactly. But, but my mind goes to these types of things. Even if you didn't do anything, they can say you did whatever they want. You know what I mean? And, and in today's society, it happens a lot. I mean, there's been, there's been times when I've been accused of stuff that I did that is mind-blowing. To, I mean... Uh, so if you read tomorrow, if I say I'm going to Florida and you read tomorrow on the cover of the Miami Herald that I was arrested for so wouldn't you assume that was probably, at least I was arrested, that mm-hmm. it was true? My mother called me once. I'm in my bed in California. It's Monday morning and it's like 4.30 in the morning and the phone rings and I go, hi, mom, what's going on? She said, honey, what happened in Miami? I said, mom, what are you talking about? It's three hours or it's okay, honey, you can tell me because they're already calling me from the news reporters and, and blah, blah, and so you need to tell me. I went, Mom, I wasn't in Miami. I'm in my home in Los Angeles. You're calling me on my home line. It's okay, Daniel. Now, of course, I've gotten in plenty of trouble before, so my mother, it's not far-fetched. My mother mm-hmm. think I got locked up somewhere. I wasn't sober, but I wasn't in Miami. The Miami Herald printed that Rob Lowe and I were arrested with underage women in a hotel room. Um, blah, 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 all this stuff. And so I said to my mom, I said, Mom, when did this happen? She said, well, it says that it happened Saturday night, Sunday morning. I said, Mother, if I was arrested Sunday morning in Miami, why am I home on, on Monday morning? <laughs> I go, I'd be in jail till Monday. I said, no, Mom, I wasn't. Honey, but sure enough, the whole story was some guy, Frank Baldwin, and Rob Lowe wasn't even in the building, and he wasn't in the state either. But it sounded better to say Daniel Baldwin, so they wrote that in the paper. So you really never know what what's true and what's not true, and there's been plenty of times I wrote stuff where it was totally true, but with that said, we don't really know, do we? This goes to my point, and I'm gonna. <coughs> he's gonna play again because yes. he's a good quarterback, and that's uh, this is it. My this is where I'm like, people that say Kaepernick's not playing because of what he's doing. It, the NFL doesn't care what you do personally. This guy shouldn't be playing again if you know, or well, if he did this. But he's going to play again because he's he's a he's a serviceable quarterback. Well, there, you know, you know, I, I'll say this: there are um, there are certain issues though that if your name gets so. So I was on that show, World's Dumbest. I was on for five seasons. 
Now Seems they, appropriate. Now they uh, had, yes. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I, I'm on a, I'm on a, I went from dumbest to stupidest. So, now I'm on this show. <laughs> so, so uh, but the point that I'm trying to make is, you know, Danny Bonaducci, Tanya Harding. I mean, they had some cartoon characters on the show, including myself. Mm-hmm. So you could have had a checkered past, which is what they kind of wanted on the show, and guys and comedians that were edgy and, you know, that would take a shot at somebody. But the minute my ex got in trouble for a DUI that child services were involved, I was let go of the show. And I remember talking to the producer saying, I had nothing to do with this. Why would I be let go of a show I've been on for five years? And he said, man, you can do drugs, you can assault, you can do different stuff, but if your name is associated in any way with the potential abuse of a child, that's something the network does not want to tackle. They don't want to be involved in that. And the same will be said now of the sexual misconduct stuff. So, you know, it's such a hot topic and it's so, the tolerance level is so, you know, it's like saying uh, um, anything that would be, be done with being prejudiced or, or being racist or being, you know, anti-Semitic or whatever. There's certain ones you can't, you shouldn't touch, you know, and, 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 and rightfully so, they're, they're terrible things to be. But this is one of those where I don't know if you're right, Paulie, I mean, if there's another incident of any kind, he'd be looking at a season well, this, or more. Well, this is his He's second. Is this his second? multiple yeah, incidents. Yeah, yeah. He was accused of rape uh, when he was at Florida State. So right. he's had multiple incidents. Yeah. But he was accused but that was dropped, wasn't it? it? It was, but you never know. That was when he was at college, and like police officers looked the other way, like they did with Ezekiel Elliott at and Ohio the, the, State. But still... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers knew this when they drafted him. They're coming out with this statement saying, we're very disappointed. It's like, you knew this. This is your guy. You knew all the stuff. And yeah, the that, person that... that was drafted right behind him, he's doing nothing like this. And this is also the era now where just the accusation is enough to be found guilty, at yeah. least in the court of public opinion. I don't know if he is guilty or not. None of us do. It, it's There are no witnesses, as far as I know. But just the uh, just the accusation is enough to to cost you a career. The other thing is Brady got six game suspension for deflating footballs. Yeah, and this guy's getting three for, you know, allegedly. Well, uh, well you you know, uh, it, it has rewritten how we handle certain things. I mean, listen, you're Joe, a producer of a show here in the morning. You're a producer of multiple things here at this place. Uh, I, I'm an actor, you know, who who has some recognition, and I have changed. You know, I'm I'm very careful what I would say to someone. Not that I was ever abusive or anything, but you can't even kid around anymore and not know that someone could walk in there and say, "I found that offensive." I found that, you know, uh, I'll I'll look around a room if we're about to tell a joke or something, and I'll say, "Well, let's make sure." Look what happened to the guy. Who was the guy Joe we had on the morning show that worked for the Mets? Uh, Chris... Chris Grinozio. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, now look at what he got nailed for. He was in a, on a break he, yeah. in a separate room and through the wall, an employee of the company, this guy Chris was listening to another employee tell him some some uh, uh, risque stuff about jokes about women or something like that, or, or, or they were, you know, they, they were... They were inappropriate. He would not have said them in front of another woman, obviously, but they thought that they were in the confines of a small room like this, and through the wall she could hear them. Then she tape recorded what they said and said that she found, and this guy, for listening to it, got fired after like a 17-year career for the Mets. So, you know, the 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 bar has been, the line in the sand has obviously been moved because we're very sensitive to it right now. 
Um, and the other thing to look at, you know, in, in the in the A list positions that you play, and they are the quarterback, the running back, the head coach of a team, then that moves out to wide receiver, you know, and then after that, it's a it's a hodgepodge. The lineman usually being the last on the list of of celebrity endorsement stuff. Now this guy's name, which has already been tarnished before from college and everything else, but this is going to be a blow to him. You know, it, the, 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 the ancillary money that you can make as a starting quarterback of a team is quite, uh, uh, quite deep. You know, there's a, there's a lot of money to be made. This is going to hurt him in the wallet, too. Let's go to break. We'll be right back with more from The Big Show. The home of the Giants, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now, I'm chewing away. You know why I'm chewing away? Why are you chewing away, Daniel? I'll tell you why I'm chewing away. Because I have a piece of delicious Cam's Pizza in my hands, delivered by the one and only, the owner, the man, Big Tone. Tone, you here? Cam's Pizza's huge anniversary. Yes, Monday, 38-year anniversary. Geneva, our first location. Wow. Is the original one still there? It sure is. Exact same spot. We'll be out there tomorrow. Maybe I'll swing by for a piece of pizza from the original Cam's. I'll be in Geneva tomorrow. Our very first employee, Rita Crisani, she's the owner of that store with uh, her brother. Wow. How and cool she was an employee, and now she and she's the an, very first person we hired. Wow, nice! How cool Lovely is that, Rita? Maybe Daniel and I'll stop out, take a picture with Rita tomorrow. Get that be great. Ranch. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. you should go out there and apply for a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not qualified enough. This is all I can do. So, pizza comes, pizza goes. Yes. This many years, I mean, obviously the product is, it speaks for itself. I'm, I'm not going to piece back in record time. During one commercial break, I ate, a, I ate a piece the size of a watermelon, which is <laughs> another thing about your pizza. I mean, they're nice big generous slices, you know what I mean? It's not, you know, these rinky-dink and these little slices and you don't like it. What's the key, Tony? I mean, really, seriously, people try to open one place, you see them fold, you see them come and go. You got 17 stores, you're the most successful pizza place in the state of New York. What's the key to it? Well, the pizza definitely helps, but I think the key to it is the the people. We say we're fanatic about people and pizza, and that's what it is. It is about the service, too, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I told you last time you were here, I went into your place in Cicero, the new store, which is doing very well, uh, <clears throat> and the people of Cicero are catching on that if they want a pizza, they go to Cam's. And it takes time for that word of mouth to get around, but the experience when we went in there, you know, uh, there's a... When someone enjoys what they're doing, it makes you enjoy the atmosphere around you. And my kids were there. The employees were friendly. They were smiling. You know, I mean, that makes a big difference, especially to me, pizza is not like it was when I was a kid because now I'm a dad. So it's a family experience. Right. You, don't want, you don't want to go to a place that's not, you know, kept nice and clean and, and the people are, 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 are kind and everything. That matters to me when my kids are in there. When you call it a family place, it's a place that you know the names of the people that work there because they introduce themselves. And you got that going on. You know, um, I got to say, I, bl- I believe you're right. I believe that it's the service that you provide, along with the fact that you have to have good pizza, obviously. Absolutely, that's a yes. Given. But it's a service. Is that something that you train them to do or you just you go by the but when you're hiring them? Or uh, Yeah, we hire attitude and definitely... You know, we hire friendly people, and we uh, spend time training them about our product, our service, and they fit right in, and it's a big, happy family, and we teach them that, you know, pizza got to be made with love. It's love at first slice. Wow. 
Yeah, it's a winning combination, yeah, man. You can't great. go this many years in that many stores without having a good formula for success. So God bless you. And, uh, Thank you. And so, he we're, has. so we're in the middle of playing around at what's called So What? And now you're going to jump in. Okay. So So What? is we read, Forrest is going to read us uh, a story. Yep. And you can say So What? Like it's, it's, it's crap. You don't, you don't care. Or if you don't say So What? Then you got to tell us why. Here's the for instance. Go ahead, Forrest. What else you got? Kyrie Irving recently said he thinks LeBron James should have won MVP, saying, I think the people's MVP was definitely James Harden, but the NBA MVP is LeBron. Does he go into any detail about why he said that? He went into detail saying statistically LeBron James had a better season than James Harden, but if you look at the bigger picture, James Harden did a better job with his team. That was what his argument was. Well, I don't know how you say that because I'm going to say it's not a so what because um, – this season, for me, and I never thought I would say this, uh, um, and Paulie brought it up before me, um, and that is, who was the best basketball player, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? And when I look at Michael, who's a friend of mine, and I, and I think of the things that he did and the subsidiary guys that he had on his team in Chicago, uh, and then I look at what Michael did later in his career when he went to the Wizards, he didn't take the Wizards to the NBA Finals. He didn't score 39 points a game in the playoffs because they didn't even get to the playoffs. This guy single-handedly took the Cleveland Cavaliers to the NBA Finals this year. And to say that somebody else was more valuable to their team, I, I, I can't even imagine how those words could come out of your mouth as a sports analyst. So, no, I don't think it's a so what. I think LeBron James was the MVP this year. I think he proved that he almost alone can, can will a team into the Finals. Uh, he, he's that good. I I think it's not a so what also, but I, I think it's good for the NBA to have a different face do it. LeBron is as great as he's playing now. He's still on the tail end of his career, and it's good to get, you know, you need other guys out there in the in the public, and, you know, I, I think it's good for the NBA to have a different face when it once in a while. So. Very true. That's my take. Tom? LeBron is a tremendous athlete. He's a powerhouse, and you can't, whether you like him or not, you have to respect the man. He definitely uh, is an amazing player. Done a lot for the sport. What's your next story, Neil? Come on. The San Antonio <laughs> Spurs are reportedly not interested in training for Lonzo Ball in a trade that would involve Kawhi Leonard. And why do they say that? Because I'm going to tell you right now that um, the Lakers are, are willing to give the 2019 and 2020 first-round pick along with Ball for, for Kawhi. So you look at the Spurs looking at their at their future. And the future, really, when you think about it, in, unless you have young players to send over there, uh, and Kawhi is a relatively young player. I mean, so he's going to play for seven more seasons. So if the Lakers sign him, the Lakers are signing him to keep him, and he wants to go home. I don't think there's a, there's a lot of story, too, which we'll go into in a minute, about Kevin Durant has been contacted, supposedly by LeBron James, about the interest in him going from Golden State to the Lakers. Now, I think for Durant, the same thing would happen that's happening to him now. The lure of him leaving Golden State would be because everyone associates the team as being Steph Curry's team. Durant probably wants to have an opportunity to play for a team where he is the number one guy. The reason why L.A. wouldn't be a bad place for him to go is because I don't think LeBron's going to play more than two more seasons. So if LeBron plays two more and Durant's only 29, at 31 he inherits the Lakers coming off of some pretty good seasons. So now if Kawhi goes there... I don't know, I, but but it was off the table that they would even negotiate with the Lakers. Yes. They had no interest in keeping him in the West. 
And now, now they're looking to who's going to offer him what they want because having him in a lame duck situation in San Antonio this year, having a guy that you know is un, is unhappy being there is a bad thing for a team. It'll also be interesting to see if an East Coast team rolls the dice and says, hey, maybe we can keep this. Like, if you make the trade for him, you better hope he signs with you because you're going to have to give up your, your, you know, the whole kitchen cabinet. The Celtics are in on it, Paulie. So. Celtics are in on it. That's what I thought. Yep. The Celtics, I mean, the Celtics could make a one-year run. That that would make sense, but, you know. Well, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm not far now from uh for different reasons um Paulie had suggested in shows previous to this that he thinks LeBron might just stay in Cleveland there is the possibility he stays for one more year in Cleveland very possible because he's going to look at who's available and and I think he would wait a season for Kawhi yeah. if he knew they were both going Well those there. two could end up in Cleveland and then leave together so <laughs> so who knows Oh I don't think they'll do that so who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Tony, before we let you out of here, uh, any anniversary specials or anything going on at Kim's? Yeah, all day Monday, July 2nd, we're going to do $10 20-inch cheese pies. Wow. So basically nice. half price. Yeah, so That's a nice family value. Order often, order early, and order lots. Now, can you order like 50 of them and freeze them? You can if you oh! Why bother? <laughs> no, Paul yeah. is thinking about the investment. <laughs> Turn them around and sell them myself. Wow, Paulie. <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> hey, Tony, thanks for coming on the show, man. Looking My pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Have a great fourth. Website, anything hey. like that before you get out of here? Camspeedsaria.com. There you go. 15% off. There you Boom. Go. Yes. Every strikeout. One-two pitch. Breaking ball, swing and a miss. There it is. A baker's dozen for Jacob DeGrom. Every run. Hit deep to left field. Home run number three is on the way. And there she goes. Every walk-off. Swing a high fly ball, deep right field. Jay Bruce hits it out. The home of Mets baseball. Conforto towards the alley on the run. Diving. What a catch. Michael Conforto stabs it out of the air. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. I'm still chewing cams. Everyone else <laughs> is going to go and I'll eat afterwards. I'm like, I'm not eating afterwards. I'm mowing that now. It's a big, big night here at ESPN Syracuse. Huge. We've got the uh, Daniel Baldwin Show happy hour at Shaughnessy's. Thanks to our friends at UPS. At the Who Marriott, won? Uh, cri- uh, some dude from Napa. I don't have the name in front of me. Just call him Bill. Got some Napa hard partiers coming in. <laughs> Bill William from Napa. We have a breaking story, breaking which, which is amazing because the great Nostra Daniel will chime in at the end of the at the end of the hour. Uh, go ahead, Forrest. Hot off of Twitter, LeBron James's agent informed the Cavs he will not exercise his thirty-five point six million dollar option, thus will become an unrestricted free agent. Shocking news! Is- Shocking. LeBron doesn't want to reside in Cleveland. News is moving fast and furious, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Unrestricted. So he's made the announcement. He's done. Done it, in Cleveland. Do you believe? Ice hole is prepared. How's yours? Quatrains from the Great One. What is this? It's time for Nostra Daniel. While the wind, it does blow. Should he stay? Or should he go? Where will the king play? He's on his way to L.A. A great He's, one. I, I came out. What did I say? L.A. 
Lakers. LeBron. LeBron's going to the Lakers. You heard it here. For sure now. It's over. It's over. There's too many. Um, you know, I, I thought about, and, and early on I thought Houston before um, Harden opened his big mouth, which if you don't think that had a had a had um, an effect on it. If I'm a guy that wants to come and try to win a title and your star player that just beat me out for MVP says we really don't need him, I don't want to go there. I definitely don't want to go there. The question is now, um, and and I believe he's not going to announce L.A. I would I would so love it to be the Clippers. I would so love it to be the Clippers. You ready for Nostropolis? Yeah, Nostropolis. <laughs> hardcore Ponyol. Let's go hardcore. Uh, oh, no, but you can play Nostradamus commercial uh, music if you want. The uh, the uh, uh, the oh, Cavs oh, fans. Oh, yeah. Hold on, it's coming. To me. The Cavs fans need a mixer. For they're losing the franchise fixer. He's going to be a 76er. <laughs> oh, 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 man. What happened? I was, I'm not good at improv. You had a severe brain fart. Yeah, leave I stroked out. Please, please, oh, please leave. Oh, Didn't oh, you have an oh, uncle oh. that fell asleep on the crap, yeah. that died of the crapper recently? The uh oh uh, was me going into my trance. Was that what it was? Good yes. cover. Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, that was a tape of you last night. Yeah, I think. Uh, he's- <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, tell us more about uh, uh, Bigfoot, who's coming. <laughs> How dare you! So will all of us be at Shaughnessy's tonight for the UPS happy hour? Can me, Joe Sal's on with free beers and chips? Uh, I, I might stop down. Pretzel pop. I might. You can't commit? Neil? No, I have somewhere to be, be but... Forrest is coming. <laughs> yeah. He's belly up to the bar, you kidding me? Paulie and Forrest are walking together. <laughs> yeah, we're going to walk from here to the Hotel Syracuse. Yeah. Are you guys going to walk together? Yeah. Wow, it's kind it's of like Laverne and Shirley. And You're skip? <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there a half hour after it is. I'll be right with you. <laughs> All right, we got 30 seconds. Wow. Forrest, 30 Be- seconds. Fill it. Go. Real question is with this decision, who's, because I feel like it's L.A. for LeBron, who's going to follow him? Because there's no way he's going to L.A. without knowing something is happening. Oh, he's he, for sure you're right. He, he will never sign with any team until he knows that he has the other piece that he wants. In, in full disclosure, the only reason I said he was going to be a sixer was because I couldn't rhyme anything with Houston. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Houston. Uh, that was where uh, I was going initially. Houston. I couldn't write anything with Houston. You could have. You could have said. It's it's as it's as good as in our pocket that he's going to be a rocket. Uh, you yes. know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's also the team. Houston. Houston. Their chances of winning a title are boosting because he's going to a Houston. There you go. See? See, there I just go. couldn't do it. Yeah, it's a little not, tough. I, I get it. I get it. All it's right. all good. We'll be back on Monday? We'll be back on Monday. Sounds good. See you guys all then.